Welcome to Emil Franzi's Voices of the West, dedicated to the principle that America was better off when our TV shows featured cowboys instead of lawyers. <laughs> oh, what a great saying. Welcome again to another edition of Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. We are streaming live to you from the beautiful White Stallion Ranch. Gorgeously. Just north of Tucson, Harry Alexander, Bunker to France, Todd Roberts with you. Gentlemen, how are you? We be, we be, we be. We are. We are. <laughs> All right. We got a, it's movie Saturday, and we got uh, what we think is going to be a rather wide-ranging topic. A barn burner. Well, because it is a wide-ranging area. <laughs> it is a wide-ranging mountain range. <laughs> so we'll get to that in just a few moments, but first... Well, I got I got this this weekend in in history. Uh, on the 23rd of 1943, the American flag was raised over Mount Suribachi in on Iwo Jima. That's it. We need to remember these things. Yes. Uh, yes. On the 24th yes. in 1947, uh, Edward James Osmos was born. Uh, this this rascal has been nominated for a Tony, an Emmy, an Oscar, and a DGA uh, Best Director. Didn't win any of them, but he was nominated. Uh, his most outstanding film, and one of my all-time favorites, I love it, The Ballad of Gregorio Cortez. He played Gregorio, Gregorio and was also the associate producer. He worked on Dead Man's Watch, Walk, and coming up, upcoming, Soon to be in theaters near you is Outlaw Posse. In fact, March 1st is when it breaks, and that's the film that Mario Van Peoples is, is bringing out. And then, to finish out Sunday, but not this Sunday, uh, the 25th, 1866, there was the discovery of the Calavera skull. Uh, the human remains discovered by miners in Calavera County, California, uh, that was 1886, mind you, uh, indicated that man and mastodon and elephants coexisted at the same time. That was later exposed as a hoax, but now is known that they did coexist, and that's this weekend in history. Well, there you go. Hey, some. Uh, so I have one little piece of house cleaning. Please. And I, you know, I hope not to offend too many people. But oh, come I'm on! Try my best. Come on! Okay. All right. It's a biscuit oh, Go ahead, go ahead. Just call me, call me out, Harry. Call me out. Um, so, you know, we all know that um, there are many people out there that that are have the best intentions. Um, and I, I always one. love it. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, when the great Milton Friedman says, you know, intentions. Um, are only worth something if they're backed up by action. Mm -hmm. And here's a perfect example which intentions go wrong because the actions are worse. Uh, this last week, Yellowstone National Park transferred out uh, many of its bison, American bison. Okay. Uh, at one time, there were only 26, 26 mm -hmm. bison left in the entire park, mm. and they have now multiplied to over 4,400. Well, now, busy, yeah. busy bulls there, were they? Yeah. Yes. Sneaking yeah. into Wyoming and Montana and leaving yeah. the park. <laughs> so they, have, they had to transfer them to... Uh, the American Indian Native American Reservation of Fort Peck. Mm -hmm. That's good. Uh, uh, and, you know, these people have worked so hard to, shall I say, expand the population of the bison that they've now overrun Yellowstone mm. in certain areas, and they had to transfer them out. So Same I think it's wolves. important to be mindful that, you know, sometimes Mother Nature can figure it out on her own. Yeah. Without God forbid. Go without government. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and people. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, not to offend anybody, it's just something to take pause and think about. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a great concept there. Now, if we could just move people out. <laughs> they're the problem. Bunker, <laughs> where are we going to put them? Where are we going to put them, Bunker? Hey, they're, you, they're, you want to send them out to the middle of Mojave Desert? Hey, there's plenty uh, of islands no, out I in the South no, Pacific. I have nothing against the Mojave <laughs> Desert. I was thinking someplace like Antarctica. No, no. You know. There's plenty of islands out in the South Pacific. Yeah, but there's islanders out there on them. Not yeah. necessarily. Don't forget that Louis Lamort oh, did walk across 
Louis L'Amour walked across the yep. Mojave yeah. Desert, uh, Death, Death Valley, Valley. Yeah. yeah, in uh, with uh, a rucksack and, and and combat boots. Yeah, and give him lots of salt to suck on. <laughs> that makes yeah. the trip there go by so much better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, happening uh, next weekend here in Tucson, it's a Wild West Steampunk Convention. They've had a couple of these here, and they're actually quite they're well hoot. attended. And uh, yeah, they are a hoot, uh, featuring some VIP presenters and experts, music and entertainment uh, vendors, artists, uh, panels, workshops, costume contest, film festival, games, all kinds of nifty things happening. Uh, they're doing the convention out at uh, Old Tucson. But they're, let's see, where's the... Um, the convention headquarters is on the... On the conven- oh, the convention headquarters is at the Casino del Sol uh, on uh, Valencia there. So uh, check it out at uh, wildwestcon.com. Wildwestcon.com. And, and you, you know, can, they've been coming here for over 10 years. Now. Yeah, and, and you know... And it's a chance to see real cowboys wearing welding goggles. You know, and, yeah. <laughs> and so Why not? All right. <clears throat> Our uh, topic for this uh, movie Saturday are the westerns, and as many of them as we can get in, oh, that, right, were, right. Uh, that were made... Uh, <laughs> That were made in the uh, the ranges of the uh, Sierra Nevadas. The Sierra Nevada mountains. Mountains. Uh, Huge mountain range. I mean, it, it encompasses such a wide area that uh, almost any movie is, is game. And what we did was pulled some of our past guests on the show and friends of the show mm-hmm. uh, to see what they think were some of these better movies or, or their favorite movies that were made up in the, these areas. And I'm going to start with <clears throat> our good friend Doug Hawking. Oh, good. That uh, his uh, his movie, uh, let's see, he's got a couple of them here. High Sierra with uh, oh. Bogart and Lupino, Ida Lupino. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about Damn, it earlier. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, Sierra Nevada with... Mad Ron- Dog. <laughs> Sierra Nevada with Ronald Reagan. Nevada with Bob Mitchum. The Way West... Richard Widmark, Mitchum, and Kirk Douglas. Kit Carson, night from 1940, Dana Andrews. Ride the High Country, of course. Yeah, Randolph Scott and Joel McRae. And uh, Pale Rider with uh, Clint Eastwood. And those are Hawking's uh, choices. Any comments got, on those? Uh, well, I've got I've got Gene Freeze's here. So okay, well, any, any comments on uh, oh, what, no. what Mr. Hawking had oh, to I like say every there? choice there. I, know. I, I don't think you can disagree with one of them. And I got a bunch of them in my stack of cards. And by the way, uh, I'm going to promote this for Doug. Uh, the Tombstone Festival of Western Books yes. is happening Friday, March the 8th, down at uh, Tombstone. It's from 9 to 5 at the Schieffelin Hall. And if you want some more info about that, CochiseCountyCorral.org is the place. We were there last year for the inaugural. It was a hoot and, we'll and well again. attended. Yeah, I we'll think we'd probably go year. down again. I will, baby. What about so, you? <laughs> there, well, you got to do this. we got to do the show. Since I'm the driver, uh, probably so. <laughs> and, you know, Doug is counting on us. I know he is. Yeah. All right. What is, uh, what's Gene well, Gene Freeze gave me a bunch of... Oops, Careful there. And okay. Gene, Gene Freeze is a... Uh, uh, I don't. Did he he's work a, location scout? He, he, well, he's like, he's like his dad, Marty. Okay. He does locations. He writes about them. And he's an author uh, he's, as well. He's a writer. Got some of the some great of the, book on Richard Jekyll. He got some of the, you know, the and, on stuntman uh-huh. on Bob Mitchum. Best book period mm-hmm. on Bob Mitchum. Yeah. But uh, and Yancey Derringer. Yeah. Any hell yeah, with Doc <laughs> Mahoney. Yeah. But the, his choices uh, that he suggested was Ride to High Country. There'll be a lot of repeats here. Mm-hmm. Ride to High Country, High Plain Drifter, Will Penny, Durant Owen Westerns, that's Scott and Scott and Bedeker and uh, Burke Kennedy. Uh, Nevada, which we mentioned, Arizona Ranger, Posse from Hell, Nevada Smith, Yellow Sky. All fine choices. Excellent. Any comments on those films, fellas? I think every one of them's a winner. Uh, we can dig and, in. And, uh, you know, if you love Westerns, you're only, uh, how could you not love them? You know, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's real simple. Uh, 
you know, they were making films. Uh, there's a brutality about the, the. It's a beauty and a brutality in uh, combined mm -hmm. in the backdrop of all those uh, films. Uh, you know, the not just the location of where you're at, but the far, far off location, mm -hmm. off in the distance. There's yeah, a beauty and a brutality combined. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. There's something a backlot cannot capture like those those areas portray. My choices would be any Hoppy movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. I'm sorry. Any Hoppy movie. Uh, and we're there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Did you get any other responses? Uh, oh, yeah. I got many responses. I got uh, from Johnny Boggs, a uh, member of the Western Writers of America. Um, his, this is an interesting choice. Uh, the Gold Rush, 1925, Charlie Chaplin. I've got it here. Of course you do, Bunker. Uh, Johnny says he saw that movie when he was a junior in high or high school back in South Carolina, and uh, uh, the County Public Library was showing it. He's it's the first silent movie that he saw, oh. and the first Chaplin movie, and he was just marveled over it, and he still does. It's you know it's it's like it's like bucking uh, Broadway, except yeah, it is so freaking funny. And, you know, you don't need a word of dialogue for no. this movie to work. No. Man, uh, the movie that Bunker alluded to, Bucking Broadway, 1917 release, uh, Harry Carey Sr., and uh, it was directed by John Ford. I think it was his fourth or second his second feature. I, I think so. It's either his second feature or, or the, it's in the fourth feature. That is still around. Yeah. One, you know, one There's of those that is lost, still around. A lot of lost um, films. And so uh, Johnny also goes on to talk about the gold rush. It was partly filmed in the Nevada, Sierra Nevada, around Truckee, and which was subbed uh, for we'll some Klondike. Time on that later. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Oh, he liked. Uh, <laughs> Johnny says, "I still think the silence were better overall than the talkies." <laughs> The more silence I watch, the more I'm agreeing with that. Yeah. Uh, William S. Hart rocked in films like The Wind, Last of the Line, His Last Game, which was the first baseball western, tied up, and Johnny would do that because, because he's, a, he's a baseball fanatic. guy. Yeah, his son not. plays yes. baseball, yeah. He coaches. He, yeah. Tide of Empire, Three Bad Men, yes. The Iron Horse, The yes. Winning of Barbara Worth. Yes. Yeah. I mean, come on. They all hold up. What else can you? Well, they all what, hold the up. Cream of the crop. They all hold up. Yeah. And, and, uh, they, they just do. So, go on. It's Todd. Your turn. Well, uh, you know there are so many. Uh, uh, Gunga Den. Yep. Um, Not a western, no, but it's it's an eastern western. It is. Uh, Tremors. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Definitely. Lone Ranger. Yep. Lone Ranger, Yellow Sky, yeah, uh, um, the Tall T, yeah, uh, Seven Men from Now, but uh, um, uh, you know, there's just uh, all those Audie Murphys mm -hmm. that were there, and the Randolph Scotts that were there, um, uh, Shepherd of the Hills with John Wayne, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, which I is about so, good, yeah. so good, so uh, good. Marjorie Maine is so good. She has a small, small part, but yeah, my Bula God, Beulah Bondi in there's the grandmother. Oh, Beulah yeah. Bondi, she was all. I, if, I don't know many times that I can say that I I've seen a woman embody evil <laughs> like she that. She sure does, but though. <laughs> she finds an evil that I can't. I can't really. It's a little. It's a. It's a little. It sets you back on your heels. It's the uh, true inner Wart soul of a woman. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> well, Bunker. Yeah, I'll. I'll let Nola said you. Yeah. You said that she's listening. By the way, on the radio already. But nonetheless, I just want to reiterate it. Yeah. Uh, no biscuits. Ward Bond is so good. Yeah. He's so good in this film. Uh, but, you know, Wayne, and uh, it's one of the few films, of course, the other is shot in basically Oak Creek Canyon, where I went to high school, uh, that Wayne and uh, Harry Carey Sr. get to work together. That was Angel and the Bad Man. Yep. This one yeah. is, uh, you know, um, Shepherd of the Hills. It's just, it, it, there's so much good stuff in it that it makes you feel good and um, fuzzy night was never better <laughs> no he sang that song in there that was 
That yeah. was awesome. That was fantastic. Yeah. What you got, Bunker? Well, I'm going to go back to the gold rush here because that is such a gold mine of stuff here. The uh, Charlie Chaplin Charlie movie. Chaplin one. Mm-hmm. That it uh, premiered at the Egyptian uh, Raman's Egyptian Theater on uh, it was it June 26, 1925? Ran 95 minutes. Everybody thinks of the silence as being a little short things thanks to television. Yeah, those, those are the things that were lost. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, uh, uh, he was also the co-producer on it. It was his company. The filming dates: it ran, it ran, it shot from February 7, 1924, to April 16, 1925. Mm-hmm. That's a long mm-hmm. shooting schedule. Mm-hmm. And Chaplin was director, producer, editor, screenplay. Uh, he was the lone prospector. <laughs> The, the Max Wayne, that was the, the, the heavy in that. He was Big Jim McKay. I'm going to skip most of the names because they won't be familiar to anybody. But let's see if there's any names. Oh, Chris Penn Martin, he worked on it. He was one of the men in the dance hall. And the only reason I mentioned is because I like him. Uh, and what else have we got here? Okay, this is, some, this is some of the places that they worked. The Sierra Nevada Mountains, Iverson's Ranch, Truckee, the truck scene miners, oh, the, the Truckee, the miners climbing Chicook Pass. That actually, people have mistaken his footage for actual footage for that. <laughs> and he brought in everybody. In fact, his wife at the time, a little teenager, she worked as an extra in it, and she had to climb the pass. Mm. And this is dead of winter. I mean, it... You look at it, and you swear to God, you're looking at, you know, at Alaska footage. Wow. And it's not that many years after it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also shot in Chatsworth, uh, San Fernando Valley, the Chaplin Studios in Hollywood, and it was up in Mount Lincoln in, uh, in, Col- in Colorado, Park County. And this goes into, I'll go into some of the story thing here. The Little Tramp goes to the Yukon during the 1890s gold rush and is pitted against the Klondike. The affections of a dance hall girl, the whims of a burly prospector. There's the dance of the rolls. Everybody remembers that. <laughs> yes. Uh, the eating of the leather shoe. Very classic. <laughs> the cabin tot- uh, teetering on the edge oh, of God. the cliff. Yeah. Uh, and it all, these are all how the bear, uh, when his when his partner there is, is delirious from hunger. He looks at Charlie across the table, and, and he's, he's, a he's a giant. No, he thinks he's a giant chicken. No, that's a, yeah. Yeah. In, <laughs> in fact, they had an actor who was going to do that, and Charlie didn't like it, so he put the chicken suit on, and he was the chicken. Yeah, it was just, you know. And then in 1942, he, re, he re-edited it and down to 72 minutes with his narration and added music that he wrote for it. Wow. Todd, you're you're uh, obviously very familiar with Chaplin's works. What, what's your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Well, he's. I don't. You know, he's. It's almost as if you know, people don't believe he existed because mm. his body of work is so incredibly dynamic and pronounced, and you know, he's forgotten because it's in a lot of ways for the awareness of the public because of their silence and so many people uh, have uh, uh, don't watch silence or they're black and white so they don't watch him or whatever the reasons are they find of excuses Harry you might remember the story I once told you about someone who um, was gonna uh, their uh, they were gonna somebody said well let's watch a movie and mm-hmm. they said okay what do you want to watch and he said, well, I'm going to put on this uh, black and white film. Mm-hmm. And they said, black and white? And they threw a tantrum and almost walked out of the house. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and, and I've known people say that about silence. And I'm like, well, have you ever watched one? Yeah. Well, if, no. Well, mm-hmm. then how would you know? Yeah. Really, yeah. how would you know? And Chaplin, you know, and, and, and I would be remiss by not saying that uh, Buster Keaton goes in this category as well. Because they were both the creator, the writer, the producer, the director, the stuntman, and they did it all themselves mm-hmm. as stunts and the acting, uh, and set up all the camera shots. Um, 
it's there's a there's a magic to them that you can't you don't find you know and one of them unfortunately a lot of people know those two names but there's a name that many people don't remember at all which is Harold Lloyd oh from yeah that same period yeah. uh, who at one time was the highest paid movie star in all of Hollywood and he was also his, the highest the highest actor in the that watchtower or, or clock tower thing. Oh, yeah, and it was hanging off the side of the yeah, building in yeah. downtown LA, and and the home he built here in Los Angeles is literally a castle. Mm-hmm. It's so large and magnificent. But you know, Chaplin had an ability to understand what people thought were was fun. Human nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could look outside of himself back at himself and see this was funny he could laugh with himself and he could laugh at himself yeah. which is a talent that, that so many don't have today True. and he had that ability to surround himself with actors that could work off of him you right. know that's and he wasn't intimidated to work with anybody that's very you important all they right. all had to go by his way to doing it but he definitely was willing to work with anybody. You know, if it's your movie, this is the way I want it, you know? John anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, okay, we got to do our first commercial break. We're way behind on that one because we're just having a ball here. That's what the whole idea. Yeah, talking if we're about... we're having fun, the listeners are probably there you go. falling asleep. Oh, oh no, 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 we're having fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, westerns and other movies that were made in the uh, the vast western Sierra Nevada mountain range that includes the Alabama Hills and uh, uh, Lone Pine and all kinds of other places. We are streaming live to you from the White Stallion Ranch, Harry Alexander, Bunker of Ranch, and John Roberts. On Emil Franzi's Voices of the West, we'd be back after these messages. Arizona, the land of cattle, copper, and cowboys. It's also the true West, where a large number of Westerns were filmed. For your next vacation, come out to where Wyatt Earp made a name for himself as a highly respected sheriff. Stay where Jimmy Stewart filmed Winchester 73. That would be the White Stallion Ranch. Situated in the mountains just northwest of Tucson, the White Stallion Ranch is an award-winning dude ranch with 43 guest rooms and the Hacienda. That's a five-bedroom, three-bathroom home perfect for larger families, family reunions, and girlfriend getaways. Every guest room has a private patio with views of the cactus gardens, mountains, or corrals. Generous floor plans offer sunny, comfortable rooms, but you won't want to stay in your room. Outdoor activities are plentiful at the White Stallion Ranch. Horseback riding, hiking, shooting, archery, rock climbing, e-biking, and a weekly ranch rodeo are among the numerous activities that you'll enjoy on your ranch vacation. Go Western for your next getaway. The White Stallion Ranch. Book your vacation now online at whitestallionranch.com or call 520-297-0252. This is Eb Wilkinson at Wilkinson Wealth Management. If you're within 10 to 15 years of retirement and you're putting off retirement planning, my advice to you is don't do that. Ignoring your retirement planning won't make it go away. It'll just make it worse. Give me a call and let's work on your plan together so you can retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Call me, Eb Wilkinson, at 777-1911. That's 777-1911. The Tucson Trap and Ski Club is one of the best-kept economic secrets in town. This 900-member group maintains one of the finest shotgun shooting ranges in the country, featuring trap, skeet, five-stand, and sporting clays fields, and hosts national and international events that bring thousands of people and millions of dollars into our community. The Spring Satellite Grand American Tournament alone involves 1,200 participants for 10 days. Learn more about this and their other contributions to our community at TucsonTrapAndSkeet.com. What happened to you? Oh, we was having an argument with one of them cow stealing nesters when a couple of fellas in the store jumped us from behind. Who were they? I don't know. Never saw them before. More settlers, I suppose. They're coming in like grasshoppers. This is the Voices of the West. Up every morning at the break of day, you'll hear a big bearded cowboy at the chuck wagon say, Gather round, boys, the coffee's hot on the fire. There's a full day of branding, we're heating the irons. I want to smell that scorched hair and burning high. The horses are grained, you know they're ready to ride. 
Roll up your bedrolls and jump in your boots. Daylight is a wasting, boys, it's out of the shoots. Come on and ride, cowboy, ride. We are back on Amo Francis, the Voices of the West. Harry Alexander, Bunker to France, Todd Roberts with you. Uh, Junior there, man. Such a great tune. Such a great tune. And such a great artist. Man, his dad was incredible. Rex Allen Jr. there. Ride, Cowboy, Ride. All right, we're talking about um, movies uh, here on Movie Saturday. We're talking about the movies that were filmed in uh, the great expanse of the western Sierra Nevada mountain range. With the highest mountain in California. Mount Whitney. Yes. And... uh, I do know some geography. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) And, and, uh, yeah, it's not only westerns, but, uh, you know, we've got some other things that were filmed out there, too. Uh, And because we are an inclusive show. Yeah, and because if you don't know western (laughs) movies, you don't know America. There you go. Well, But we are an inclusive show. I just want you to... Want everybody to understand is that, that. Is that a Yeah, we ask all drunks to come See, hang out with oh, us. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> left-handed drunks. That's the only lefties we allow. There you go. All right. So um, let me throw a few out to you that yeah. I don't think we've mentioned. Go for it. Uh, Bad Day at Black Rock. Spencer Tracy, Robert Man. Ryan, oh, Lee Marvin. Great movie. Uh, great guy. Tab great Hunter. Mm. Uh, Ernest Borgnine. Mm-hmm. Walter Brennan. Lee Marvin. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Django Unchained, mm-hmm. uh, which our good friend Thel Reed worked on mm-hmm. with uh, Jamie Foxx and uh, Christopher Waltz and Leonardo DiCaprio. Iron Man, Gladiator. Mm-hmm. That's what he Joe said. Joe Kidd with Robert Duvall and, uh, and of Tucson. course, the great Clint Eastwood. Yep. Uh, Comanche Station with Randolph Scott. No, great movie. Uh, Chaplin, of course. Caged Fury, uh, Wagon Train several times, How the West Was Won, uh, Tremors, Mm -hmm. as I said uh, before. Um, Boy, which one one of the Tremors? There's like, I know of three, I think think there's five altogether. The the, the first one was filmed out there. That was it. Yeah, the first one in 1980. The third one was the first. The first Star is Born was filmed there with Janet Gaynor and Frederick March in 1937. Wow. Oh. Dinosaur, Have Gun Will Travel, several episodes. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's Star Trek Generations, Star Trek The Final Frontier, The Great mm-hmm. Race, The Shadow. I name all these films the because... That was a good film. Yeah. Yeah, I name all these films because it just shows you the diversity of the area and That's what right. you can do with it. Yeah. Saboteur with uh, Robert Cumming, uh, Robert Cummings, uh, the Alfred Hitchcock film. The Tall T, as we said before. Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Broken Arrow. Nevada Smith. The Hitchhiker. High Sierra, as we said. Gunga Din. Tarantula. Rawhide. Hmm. It's a, it's amazing how many do great all films 2000? were shot out there. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, Bill, I was probably yeah. <laughs> Bill Markley, a uh, member of the Western Riders of America group, says he likes an offbeat partial western, the Great Race. Yes, the western scene yes. where the cars break down in the desert, filmed in the Alabama hills near Lone Pine, and one of the biggest fight, uh, saloon fight scenes in the film, as well as a great pie fight scene. <laughs> That was a disaster because they, they shot and then they broke for the weekend. Oh, God. They came back Monday morning and, then, and the, prop, you know, the director said, don't clean anything up. We won't, it'll do. So they walked in and the place, mm. oh, yeah, talk bet. about a smelly. I imagine so. Who well, The Gunfighter with Gregory Peck and yep. Hallelujah Trail yep. that Bunker worked on. Yes, I did. That was a fun movie. It was, and it's 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 not a great movie, but it's a good movie, especially if you if you just go to watch it for enjoyment and not to be a critic. You, you know, that's the here's here's a problem with too much of the public today. They watch it thinking they are a critic. Or they're an expert, and that they're that they are an expert, and uh, I'm here to tell you they ain't. No. <laughs> I do not consider myself anywhere near any kind of an expert. I don't know. I know people that I respect, but I'm not an expert. I just love to watch Western movies and Western television shows. I like other ones as well, but that's my go-to. I 
I don't even pretend to be a critic. I, I used to do movie reviews when we had our newsletter. And, you know, it's just my thoughts, you yeah. know, and I don't even, I don't profess to be any kind of an expert yeah, in there's this. There's a funny thing. That's a good point because, you know, if you look at the Euro European film magazines, they don't have critics. They have essays, essays. Yeah. And they write, they write about the movie. They yeah. write about everything, you know. Parts, just, uh, yeah, to, to whatever the movie happened. Uh, the cast, the whatever. I remember uh, the cashiers, the film. I, I I read this article on sword fighting in movies, and mm -hmm. it, it covered you know the the, the, mm -hmm. the knighthood, yep. the pirate movies, yep. you know every the charges of life, and it was just so so fun and so entertaining and educational to say. Yeah. That. So when a critic tells you this movie is crap or this movie is Excellent. They don't know what they're talking about. Think the opposite, because if the movie is crap according to them, it probably is pretty damn good. And if they well, say, well, don't if, forget. Go ahead. Go ahead, Harry. No, I was going to say. Go ahead. And if they say it is, uh, it's a great movie, it means it's probably crap. Well, well you know, I, that's funny because. <laughs> well, know. I think it's important to remember that if you read the two different. Uh, reviews on the Wild Bunch, mm -hmm. one by Pauline Kale and the other one by Vincent Canby, uh, both of the New York Times. Uh, he, she said, uh, this film is absolutely the most disgusting, <laughs> bloodthirsty, machoistic, uh, um, chauvinistic kind of uh, uh, display of what is wrong with Hollywood in America today. And what is Vincent the point? Canby, <laughs> Vincent Canby said, once in a while you come across a masterpiece that is so beautiful that you don't need to describe it. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and as my father used to say about critics, uh, <laughs> have you ever met one who's done anything in their lives other than critique something? No, probably not. That's yeah. why they're critics. There you go. As the old saying goes, yeah. those who cannot do teach. There you go. Well, exactly. you know, it's a, or critique. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I used to do when I I used to just pour over film reviews and stuff. And I knew you get to know the reviewer pretty much by what they write. And I, certain reviewers, if they like the movie, I'll go see it. Other mm -hmm. ones, if they like the movie, I wouldn't go near it. Yeah. Because you knew their taste. Yep. All right, before we go to our next commercial break, Michael F. Blake tells yes. us he likes Will Penny. Of course. Oh. Yeah. Of course. Oh, the uh, uh, True Grit uh, with John Wayne, portions of that film filmed up there. Yep. Uh, Nevada Smith, portions of that yep. film. Oh. North to Alaska, portions oh. <laughs> of that film. Oh. And, That's a fun movie. Yeah, and, and uh, Joe Kidd, as we yeah. previously mentioned. So. There we are. That's uh, from Michael F. Blake, who is um, with the Western Writers of America. You know, there's going to be a big-ass book fair here in town. Yes, next month. Next month. And About three all, weeks the, from now. all of these folks are going to be down here uh, from Western Writers to uh, uh, peddle their books. And, um, you know, you should buy them because <laughs> they're damn good authors. They're good and they need it. They're just like everybody else. They're trying to make a living. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we got to do our next commercial break here. Keep us on track a little bit. Harry Alexander, Bunker to France, and Todd Roberts with you. It's Movie Saturday on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. We'll be back right after these important messages. Can you even imagine switching back to pen and paper to run your business? Every year we become more and more dependent upon our technology. If your network is not set up properly, you're just one click or one email away from losing data critical to your operation. Arizona Computer Guru offers a host of services to prevent and protect you from disaster. From online backup services to email filtering to fully managed network services, Arizona Computer Guru is here to keep your network secure, your data safe, and your budget in the black. To schedule your free consultation, Call 304-8300. The Tucson Trap and Ski Club is one of the best-kept economic secrets in town. This 900-member group maintains one of the finest shotgun shooting ranges in the country, featuring trap, skeet, five-stand, and sporting clays fields, and hosts national and international events that bring thousands of people and millions of dollars into our community. The Spring Satellite Grand American Tournament alone involves 1,200 participants for 10 days. Learn more about this and their other contributions to our community at TucsonTrapAndSkeet.com. This is Eb Wilkinson at Wilkinson Wealth Management. If you're within 10 to 15 years of retirement and you're putting off retirement planning, my advice to you is don't 
do that. Ignoring your retirement planning won't make it go away. It'll just make it worse. Give me a call and let's work on your plan together so you can retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Call me, Eb Wilkinson, at 777-1911. That's 777-1911. My name is Neil Summers. I started my 53-year stunt profession on High Chaparral and Gunsmoke and a few other shows. And I'm still active and uh, I want to thank Voices for the West for having me on. Franzi's Voices of the West, Harry Alexander, Bunker de France, Todd Roberts in Los Angeles. It is Movie Saturday. We're streaming live to you from the White Stallion Ranch uh, here on Voices of the West. And our, our topic is uh, for Movie Saturday, those expansive movies that were filmed in the expansive areas of uh, the uh, Sierra Nevada range, which encompasses a whole bunch of acreage. Uh, we got, uh, as I mentioned earlier at the top of the uh, program, we did ask some of our friends of the show and uh, others uh, what their favorite uh, uh, westerns happened to be that were filmed out there or uh, any other movies. And we got some great responses. Uh, one here from uh, our, our friend, the lovely Chris Enns. Uh, she says her picks would be High Sierra, starring Humphrey Bogart and Ida Lupino. Todd, how many times does that one come up, man? <laughs> well, you know, this is the film where Bogart broke out. Yeah. Uh, this is the film where, you know, Mad Dog, um, and there's there's a few things about this film that people don't pick up. Um, if you notice, Bogart throughout the film, especially in the beginning, it was made three times also. It's mm-hmm. also important to, to, to... It was made before High Sierra... Then High Sierra was the second version, and there was another version with Jack Palance mm. and Lee Marvin okay. that was made. Um, but the one with Bogart and Ida Lupino is you'll notice when he's Bogart's walking around, uh, he's got his hands together. It's it's he's got you know they're bent at the elbow, and they're kind of just right above. They, his hands come together, his wrists come together, his thumbs come together, mm-hmm. and they're right above his belly button, right above his belt line. Mm. And he walks around that way, especially, I would say, the first half of the film, Okay. as if he still has the handcuffs on. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Because he's come out of prison, and yeah. he's been in jail or handcuffed or in trouble mm-hmm. so long that he's almost picked up this twitch, which is his hands to come together that way. Interesting. I can tell. And, of course, the other thing about the film is that, you know, at the end, you know, Ida Lupino steals the film when she, you know, is asking him to, you know, give up, give up, don't shoot it out with the cops. And, you know, you're not, you don't, you're not rooting for Bogart. But you're rooting for the fact that he's not so hardened to mm-hmm. continue to fight it out and mm-hmm. eventually die from the highway patrol, mm-hmm. uh, who he shoots it out with, or whoever those guys are. They're all yeah. in uniforms, and he's got a Winchester lever action, and uh, they take him out with a sniper's rifle. But yeah. you know, you you you're, you almost want him to survive it. Right. And so she, she she finally found love, and although he's going to go to prison for the next twenty years or whatever it is, yeah, um, it's almost like golly, you know, you want something to work out for. Chris, like and she steals that yeah. film. Chris, Chris yeah. says the plot and dialogue are brilliant. Her favorite line. Guys like you and Dillinger just rushing towards death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and he is very Dillinger-esque. Yes. 
and uh, she, his, she also his look said, and yeah, so on. Yeah, well, yeah, he could have passed. He, you know, Bogart could have done a Dillinger movie. <laughs> he really, he should have. Yeah. He should have done a Dillinger. Film. Uh, Chris also says the move. This movie marks really marks the end for gangster films in that area. She says it's brilliant. Her other uh, top choice, Will Penny. She says oh. one of the most convincing portrayals of real cowboys mm-hmm. in cinema. Its heroes yeah. are not very handsome or glamorous, and what she admires most about the film is its devotion to real life, right down to the love story. Yep. Well, and, and, and you know, uh, Anthony Zerby, who basically gets horribly wounded, uh, lives, spends most of the film in the back of a wagon dying, yeah. and then he survives, yeah. which is so real life. That you know, so many often guys get hurt, and you think they're 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 gone. I've been lucky enough not to be around that, but so many stories you hear of guys that are written off. Oh, he's a goner, mm-hmm. and they survive. Yeah, and the other thing is is that uh, for anybody who doesn't think that Lee Majors knows how to act, this is the film where he shows you that he knows how to act, and it also is where Donald Pleasance. Uh, is able to encapsulate evil on the level of Beulah Bondi uh, from 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 Shepherd of the Hills that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So He's one of the most. Un- he makes your skin crawl because he recites Bible verses as his sons uh, torture you. Yeah. <laughs> It's really sick. I think our but it's fabulous. I think we have a new heroine, and that would be Beulah Bondi. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Oh God, you gotta love her. And of course, let me just say that I've told this story a thousand times. I'll tell it very quickly. When I met Charlton Heston, and he found out who my dad was, and oh, your 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 dad made Monty Walsh. I love that <laughs> film. And I said, oh, well, thank you so much, Mr. Heston. You know, you made one of my favorite Westerns. And he said, really? Oh, Which uh, one? Moses. And I said, uh, uh, Will Penny. That's his and favorite. And he looked at me, with, and he just got very animated, and he went, and he pointed at me, and he said, you're the guy who went to see it. <laughs> <laughs> very underrated movie. Yeah, I, yes. I, I saw it. And I thought that was this, this. This is how do you beat this at the? Yeah, you can't at the time. Yeah. All right, Bunker, Bruce Stern is so good. Well, uh, so yeah. good. This one is for you, Harry. All right, Bar Twenty rides again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there he is. Nineteen <laughs> California Carlson. <laughs> Nineteen thirty-five. Lone Pine. Yep. Uh, Howard Bretherton directed it. The good old Harry Pop Sherman. Uh, was the producer. It was based on uh, Charles Milford's 1926 uh, novel. And what is this kind of a, a little sub, sub thing here? The uh, music over the credits. Mm-hmm. It was Chill Wills and his Avalon Boys. That's right. And he was in this as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Boys. Yeah. And uh, of course, it was Bill William Boyd as Hoppy, Jimmy Ellison as, as Johnny, uh, Gabby Hay- or George Hayes as Wendy. Uh, Frank McCrank McCunn Jr., Al St. John, Ethel Wells, he was good, Paul Fix, uh-huh. J.P. Yeah. McGowan, yeah. a lot of the old time, got John Merton, was a great, uh. great heavy, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of things, and, uh, okay, that's, let's see what we got here, okay, here's the location. And let's just say to our audience that anybody out there who is longing to watch good westerns, go find some of the hoppy exactly. uh, films. Uh, I love the TV series very much, I do, but go find the old films and put them on the TV and watch them. Uh You're going to love them because he really doesn't like the bad guys. There are 60. And he gives it to them hard. That's right. There are 66 Hoppy films. And if you this can't like a, one of those, that was number four. Number three. Number three. Close. And if you can't, if you can't find any Hoppy film out of those 66 that you like. Yeah. I have no help for it. Had you should be playing video games in your parents' basement. <laughs> Thank you. It had exceptional photography. Uh, it's one of the best of the hoppies. It's highly recommended. Yep. And this is just this this little piece of information is for Emil. Looks 
Dance of the Furies, back near documentary style of montage, was used in many of Hoppy's other low-budget films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, great stuff, man. And I, I could mention Bar 20 Rides again. And I still have my Hoppy coin I have that I got Hoppy. from Bob Shelton. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. two of them, yeah. But I want to mention, I want to mention two, uh, what is it, uh, Bar 20. Uh-huh. Because that was, it's just kind of interesting. It's basically, you know, it's the same. Leslie Sealander was right. the director. Uh, great director. Oh, you know, great. Action, 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 action. Mm-hmm. By this time, Andy Clyde was California mm-hmm. Carlson. It was a, a, he fit that show so good. Yeah. But Dustin Farman mm-hmm. worked on it. George Reeves, this was before Superman. Victor Jory, who's always great. Douglas Fowler. Victor Jory. Uh, uh, no. Robert Mitchum. This is when he was starting to turn Transil. He, he was Trans- Bob. He was Bob Mitchum at that time. Yeah. And he was he was a good guy in yeah, this one. Yeah. You know. uh, Francis McDonald, Earl uh, Hodkins. Yeah, what a great old character. Yeah. Buck Bucko. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, the Bucko Brothers. There's yeah. a, there's another one in there too. I can't Bill, remember. I think it is or something. Yeah. Like yeah but uh, it, when the Bucko Brothers are in it, you know it's good. Oh yeah. You know there's going to be hard riding. I know, huh? Kellen Cutsforth uh, from Western Riders of America and uh, a friend of the show and has been on the show numerous times numerous. with his compadre, uh, Bill Markley. Um, his, uh, one of his favorite movies is called Ravenous. It's based in the Sierra Nevadas, but he thought it was actually shot in Slovakia. Hmm, interesting. Ah. He also likes uh, The Gold Rush, starring Charlie Chaplin, and he also likes High Plains Drifter. Oh, oh, High Plains Drifty. God. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. That's an Who doesn't like Western. High Plains Drifty? Mystery Western. Yeah. You know, in the first three minutes, he ravages a woman and kills three bad guys. Who doesn't like this movie? I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. you you obviously, you're... you're your channel, your channel changer is off. You need new batteries in your channel changer. You, you need you psychiatric like help. That's yeah, what it sure. is. You sure do. You sure do. Good stuff, man. Good yeah. stuff. All right, let's do our final commercial break here on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. Harry Alexander Bunker de France, Todd Roberts with you. It's streaming live from the White Stallion Ranch. It's Movie Saturday. We'll be right back. Arizona, the land of cattle, copper, and cowboys. It's also the true west where a large number of westerns were filmed. For your next vacation, come out to where Wyatt Earp made a name for himself as a highly respected sheriff. Stay where Jimmy Stewart filmed Winchester 73. That would be the White Stallion Ranch. Situated in the mountains just northwest of Tucson, the White Stallion Ranch is an award-winning dude ranch with 43 guest rooms and the Hacienda. That's a five-bedroom, three-bathroom home perfect for larger families, family reunions, and girlfriend getaways. Every guest room has a private patio with views of the cactus gardens, mountains, or corrals. Generous floor plans offer sunny, comfortable rooms, but you won't want to stay in your room. Outdoor activities are plentiful at the White Stallion Ranch. Horseback riding, hiking, shooting, archery, rock climbing, e-biking, and a weekly ranch rodeo are among the numerous activities that you'll enjoy on your ranch vacation. Go Western for your next getaway. The White Stallion Ranch. Book your vacation now online at whitestallionranch.com or call 520-297-0252. This is Ed Wilkinson of Wilkinson Wealth Management, where we manage money for gun owners. When people turn 50, something miraculous happens. They start to get serious about retirement planning. They've done very well so far and want to be certain they power into the retirement they've earned. Let me guide you to retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Call me, Ed Wilkinson, at 777-1911. That's 777-1911. Besides bringing millions a year into this community with national and international events, the Tucson Trap and Skeet Club at 7800 West Old Ajo Highway services the local shooting sports community with a 380-acre site featuring trap, skeet, five-stand, and two sporting clays fields, as well as a 9,000-square-foot clubhouse, which all is available to local shooters, and soon an archery range. Check it out at TucsonTrapAndSkeet.com or take a drive out west of town and see it for yourself. New members or single-day use, welcome. 
I'm Mr. Red. No doubt you've heard about rescue groups for dogs and cats. But did you know there's a rescue group for horses? That's right. It's called Horses Around Rescue. Founders Steve Boyce and Teresa Worrell are helping out all those equine victims of neglect and cruelty by giving them a place to restore their health and wellness. And Horses Around provides a nurturing and natural environment where horses can be horses, so they can be adopted out into forever homes. More than 120 horses, mules, and donkeys have been adopted out, but like everything else, it costs money to run the project. Horses Around is a 501c3 nonprofit located in Southeast Arizona. Your tax-deductible donations to Horse It Around will go a long way so those horses can be horses. Check out the website, horseitaroundrescue.org. Make a difference in a horse's life. That's horseitaroundrescue.org. You're not going to use this story, Mr. Scott? No, sir. This is the West, sir. When the legend becomes fact, print the legend. This is the Voices of the West. Back on Emil Francis of Voices of the West. Everybody belly up to the bar. Drinks on the house. I'll have a double. <laughs> Make it a double. Uh, the, the great knuckle. Got you surfing the yeah, the, the great knuckles old tool there. Welcome back to Emil Francis, Voices of the West. Harry Alexander, Bunker to France, Todd Roberts in Los Angeles. And uh, it's our movie Saturday show. Um, we are talking about the westerns and other movies made. Are there other movies besides westerns? <laughs> Well, they're, 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 they're low-grade. Oh, that's it, okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we've never seen any of them. Yeah, no, no. Made, and we try not to associate right. with those who do watch them, <laughs> but there are some other films, yes. Yeah, yes, films made... Uh, they're derivative of Right, in the, uh, uh, the vast... Uh, where am I well, going here? Science fiction, cowboys in space. Yeah, right? I know. Uh, oh, Harry, you're going straight to hell, and you know what, know Bunker it. and I are right in the back seat, no doubt, cheering you on, no doubt. And okay. we've got a case of bourbon. So okay, now I'm ready. Let's all enjoy. <laughs> the uh, the <laughs> the Sierra Nevada mountain range was the topic on uh, this time for Movie Saturday. Good stuff, good fellas. You good know, stuff. An interesting thing is that the Sierra Nevada mountains are famous for westerns. But when Hollywood first went there, they went there for the, uh, oh, God, I got to do a blank there. Yeah, you did what you did mean. Yeah, well, you know, the, or the, uh, <laughs> and not the, yeah, the Andes. Not okay. the Andes, the ones in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, because. The, the Alps. Alps. The Alps. No, not the Alps, in, in India. The. Uh, well, Afghanistan, yeah. India, Pakistan. Yeah. I, I mean, know. that's where Gunga Din was. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and of course, we know. Our, our good friend that we love so much, Joe Musso. Yes. Uh, the Charge of the Light Brigade was yes. shot there. Yes. Yeah, yes. that was that, that's when they first went up there. They were going for the Himalayas. That's the word I was thinking. Oh, uh, the Himalayas. Yes. That yes. mountain range. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, and, and numerous. And Mount Whitney was the reason. Numerous. Yeah, and I'll defy anybody to tell me that they can watch. Uh, Charge of the Light Brigade, or Shangri-La. for instance, uh, yeah. Shangri-La, or. Um, watch uh, Gunga Din and then watch The Man Who Would Be King which was shot in the real spot of India and the northern Pakistan and the mm. Himalayas mm -hmm. and tell me there's a difference. Yeah, You can't tell. I don't no. find a difference. No. I, I'll defy anybody to tell me that. Tell, is, television programs also uh, utilize the uh, mountain range significantly or lots and uh, one of those one of my favorite shows uh, television shows is uh, Sergeant Preston. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm easy, man. I'm sorry. Well, it's know, just it's, good it's, stuff. Mountie movies. <laughs> good Mountie movies. And speaking of television, I've got an episode here from Bonanza. Oh. It was uh, season nine, episode ten, showdown at Tahoe, and it's it's a it's a it's a funny show because what it is, it, it's the battle wheeler that's on Lake Tahoe. Oh, okay. And the bad guys, they're shipping gold, and so the bad guys. Take over the paddle wheeler. Yar. And yeah, pirates on the pirates on Tahoe. They obviously didn't have enough bourbon on that boat. <laughs> and but anyhow, uh, little Joe and Candy are riding it. Okay. So, so it's it's now be it's now you know skulking around the the paddle wheeler. <laughs> 
to overtake, and they take it over. And these these two guys, you would swear they were old time seamen. They could run a paddle wheeler. Wow! Oh, you wouldn't believe. I have noticed that so many cowboys know how to run a train. Yeah, run a train, <laughs> run a paddle wheeler. Yeah. No, it's some of the, the influence. It, it, it's. It's bourbon greases the wheels of all those things, whether a paddle wheel, a train, Snake a wagon, a stagecoach. You know, listen, I, I've known bourbon to get me into uh, all sorts of situations and get me out of them as well, let's not forget. But they won't pick you up at the airport, will they? No, no, only Nola will do that. Oh, but oh. there better be chocolate in the car. There, I'm telling you now. There, there you go. Oh, I, I, what I've a got, fun show, fellas! It got any more? Uh, I've got quickly? one here. That got, this is a modern one from this year, uh, last year, 2023. It's called War Horse One, and it's set in Afghanistan. Interesting. But this is this. It's it's a. Uh, let me let me just read the storyline stuff here. Gun down helicopter with Navy SEAL Master Chief. Uh, only survivor must guide a child to safety through the Taliban and survive the brutal Afghan wilderness. And you know, it's it is it's beautifully filmed. It's it's and the, this is what neat. The production company are all vets. Hmm. You know, and they've done a series of them. But this one is really really good. When uh, you were in Rambo Three and you did that charge mm-hmm. with the horses and whatnot. Was that done up in the, uh, no, in this, the mountains there? No, this actually was done. We stayed in Yuma, and we shot over on the California side, oh, okay. up north yeah, of in the, uh, well, uh, the yeah, dunes. In the, you know, that rugged country there. Okay. <laughs> Talk about, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, if, uh, if this represents Afghanistan, that's a rough-ass country. <laughs> never been to that yeah. part and uh, never hoped to Go with that part. Uh, no so many, desire. so many a jungle, and that's plenty of jungle that I saw. So I was in a bar once called the Jungle. Well, okay. And yeah, and <laughs> there were some girls in there that looked like gorillas, but I'm not going to talk about that now. That sounds like you my mean t- the girls with the three o'clock shadows. Yeah, it sounds like well, my uh, trip you know, to the Philippines. <laughs> listen, don't talk about my prom date in such a fashion. I'll take offense. Listen, I'm not, I'm not willing to resign. To the fact that, you know, I was willing to talk to any female. There you go. Only the ones that would feed me liquor. Sorry, okay. That's important. Yeah. Uh, very yeah. important. Forget All right. dancing. No dancing. All right. We got a buttload of movies talked about uh, today uh, on our program for Movie Saturday. That would be the buttload of movies that uh, Bunker. Wow. Is my three by five card. Yeah. Close to a hundred. Are you telling me that you guys hired a foley department and I don't know about it? Yeah, no, Bun- Bun- Bunker is the foley. <laughs> Do we pay him extra for that? Hell Does he no. Get extra mo- no. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, I feel I, so he, much he better. Do- every time I do this, Harry doubles my paycheck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. From that. How much more can you get from zero? I reckon. I. I, I don't know. Uh, minus zero? Minus zero. <laughs> you know, that box of uh, burritos in the frozen <laughs> section of the 7-Eleven goes a long way. Well, and there's my cut, there, my 10% cut as well. So. Yeah, but, you know, when he brings <laughs> me that box of burritos, all that's left in it is crumbs. Yep. And they're frozen. This yep, is, frozen doesn't work crumbs. out. You need to get that special thing where you put it over the plate. And it doesn't allow the moisture to escape when you put it in the works? microwave. Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. this, this is, this is going to sound bizarre, but the other day I was running late, and I was hungry, and I pulled into 7-Eleven or Circle K, and I'm looking, and there's a beef, beef steak and jalapeno burrito. And you're thinking, you know, this is going It was good. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And Bunker's a fast, is a, a fast food uh, uh, the kind of sewer there. Hey, my, yeah. I, my idea Bun- of cooking is pushing the buttons on the microwave. Yeah, Bunker, you're never allowed to ever again criticize any of the Mexican restaurants I take you to in Tucson. Ever. I, no, I don't want to hear a word. I will Nothing. criticize any Mexican I wa- restaurant I want because I have eaten in the best, which yeah, is New yeah, Mexico. Yeah. And I'll grant you New Mexico has got some great Mexican food, but 
There's some really good Mexican food oh, around here, too. Oh, there's some decent food here, but it's not New Mexico. Yeah, well, I, hello. Well, but it's different. <laughs> I mean, you know, you want to really talk about it, let's go to Mexico City. There you go. And we'll go no, to a no, few no, spots no, down no, there. No, no, go, go. go yeah, the, there was a green mole I once oh, had with go, go, papita go. seeds that were salted. Go to Unbelievable. The, go to the Yucatan and enjoy some of that. Cuisine. Oh, no, the seafood. Want, the you seafood. You want to go to Jerry's and Gallup? Uh, get a bowl of their red chili. You will never want to eat anywhere else the rest of your life. All right, and probably people aren't going to want to listen to this for the rest of their life. <laughs> That's all our show for today, folks. Thank you so much. 78, 79. ADOs, you high Sierra Nevada mountains, we're going to miss you, but we'll be back. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Emil Franzik's Voices of the West.